Hey guys, welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast. We're so glad you're with us. We're your hosts, Daniel and Bonnie Hoover. Yeah, and Happy New Year. It is um, a couple of weeks into 2022, and uh, yeah, it's a... I want to ask you, how's, uh, how's your resolutions going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've already eaten cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah, when you get into a new year, and we always come into it with hopes of better... A new year, new you. <laughs> that was kind of our Well, our I, phrase. I said that like at the, you know, that's kind of one of those phrases everybody yep. says, you know, new year, new me. And um, and I started saying that like halfway through December uh-huh. because that gave me really good um, excuse to eat really bad at the end of yeah, December. I'm, I'm yeah. going to start then. I'm going to mm-hmm. start then. Yeah. And I, I did mm-hmm. not like... You don't want to start out of the gate too strong, you know? No. I mean, you want to ease into it. So mm-hmm. I've eaten better... You know, I still got a long way to go. Well, well, you you do good, and then your team wins the natty. Oh my gosh! Listen, <laughs> we started the new year, and well, I mean, gosh, it's new year. You got to yeah. celebrate with food, right? Absolutely. And then, and then my team, yeah, go dogs, go win dogs. win the national championship. You got to celebrate with food, and then your my parents' anniversaries this weekend. Food, mm, and your mm-hmm. birthday's in January. Food. Yeah, I yeah. feel like there's an there's an unhealthy relationship with. Food. <laughs> maybe. But, well, maybe that's a new uh, resolution we need to yeah. start with now. But we all we all have um, resolutions or goals or things that we want to do to improve ourselves because the new year, man, it's just it's a good time to do something like that. It's like Mondays. Yeah. Right. If every day was Monday, I would get so much done. Oh, I would yeah. eat so good. Uh, not Monday afternoon, Monday I mean, morning. we might be a little bitter with the world because Mondays are hard to get up. But, <coughs> you know, <clears throat> so Mondays, use it sometimes Sunday, early, early, early on Sunday or Monday morning is the, my day to go to the grocery store. And I get all of our, I, I plan <laughs> stuff for the week. I plan all of our um, meals out and I go to the grocery store, get everything I need so I don't have to go back. And when I come home with all the groceries, I open up the refrigerator and it's full of all the leftovers, mm. all the stuff that's like, uh, and so before I can get all the new stuff in there, I've got to go in and, and just purge the old, throw out all the old stuff that's been sitting in there for a while that didn't get eaten for whatever reason, or maybe we just don't need to keep leftovers, but you know, it, you go in and you throw out the old to make room for the new. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way. It seems like at the beginning of the year, we're like, okay, what, what do we need to purge here? What do we need to get out of our lives to make room for the new stuff? So yep. So over, yeah. over, you're going to hear me probably cough, um, and, and I'm going to explain why this, this cough happened. About um, two weeks into December, mid-December, I got COVID, mm-hmm. and Bonnie and Colby had it back in August, and I was, and Josie and I didn't, and then it caught up with me, and I had my turn. And then, uh, so I ruined Christmas for everybody, because we, we had to cancel all our travel plans, family plans, all that. A few days later, Bonnie got it again. Mm-hmm. A few days later, Josie got it. And uh, Colby didn't get it again, but Josie finally got it. Yep. And um, it was funny. Josie was like, listen, we had to quarantine on my birthday in August. We're having a quarantine on Christmas. I don't want to quarantine on Easter. Let's <laughs> just get this out of the way. I want to go on and get it. Oh, and she did. She, <laughs> she did. did. And, uh, and, and we we're fine. But so for two and a half weeks, yeah. literally, like we didn't leave the den. I had, a, I had like 24-hour fever. You did too. 
but then I couldn't move for like two and a half weeks. I was yeah. so tired. Every day, I had I had one thing I wanted to do over Christmas holidays besides you know family stuff. I wanted to paint this fence you know, mm-hmm. around. You know, we had a we have a new fence, and so every day I'd get up thinking I could do this, I could do this, and I'd eat breakfast, and then I'd I let me lay on the couch, and I'd lay on the couch for four hours. Yeah, and so we just sat around. We binge watched a lot. We watched a lot of movies. We would we would make ourselves get up, walk down to the barn, and you know we have some horses in the back pasture, and we'd feed hang them, out with hang those. out with them just mm-hmm. to get out. Um, but we thought this was an awful, awful holidays for our kids. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad. I know. You, know you kept saying, "I'm sorry, I ruined Christmas," and they're like, "No, you didn't ruin Christmas." And it was so <clears> crazy because um, <clears throat> last week somebody asked Colby, and I was standing there, and he's they said, "Hey, how was your how was your Christmas break?" And he said. It was the best Christmas ever. And I made a face, and they looked at me and said, what's that face? I was like, we had COVID. We didn't do anything. We we did go look at Christmas lights because we couldn't infect anybody in our own car, you know, that mm-hmm. way. But um, we drove around and looked at Christmas lights. But <clears throat> besides that, we were just here. And and he was like, he said, well, what made it so good? He said, man, we just hung out as a family, and we and we were, were together. And it was just awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Wow. Why the heck am I spending so much money on other stuff? <laughs> I know. I know. No, it, but it, it was really, when Bonnie told me that he said that, I was like, wow. You know? And it got us to thinking just about our expectations for life and why we do things in our family and in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And is it because it's best or is it because that's what everybody else is doing? You know, or because what we've already been doing or what we've always done. Yeah. Um, you know, because what's what was good for one season, we think yeah. it's just let's keep doing it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I don't know if you guys have kids or not. If you're listening, some of you do, some of you don't. Some of your kids are out of the house. Some of your kids are young or babies. Maybe you don't have kids. Um, but that got us to thinking about our family and how short the time is we have left with our kids. Uh, Josie's 12, Colby's 10. So... You know, you're looking at eight years with him, mm-hmm. six years with Ooh. her in the house. Wow. You know, before they either move out or start paying rent. <laughs> and so, yeah. so, um, and it just got us thinking, God, we got to, we got to make the most of this. If that, if that to them was the greatest Christmas ever, mm-hmm. um, it got us to really evaluating as we started the new year. Yeah. And so. We started thinking, what what do we do in this new year, more or less of? What do we want to spend more or less money on and more time on? Yeah. We we tend to do that in the new year anyway, but we don't always evaluate our relationships. No, we evaluate things like you know fitness goals and how much sweets we've been eating <laughs> and and our money and things like that. Because you can around Christmas, let's be honest, you can get a little loose with the budget and. Mm. Um, so we talk about all those things and want to start fresh with that. But, you know, you, it's rare that we start out. I don't know that we've ever looked at each other and started the new year and said, hey, are we in a better place in our marriage than we were mm-hmm. last year? Mm-hmm. Are we in a worse place? Mm-hmm. You know, are our kids better? And are we in a better relationship with our kids or the other people around us? I don't think we've ever done that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're doing a marriage podcast. And we've done that, so. <laughs> we're good examples. <laughs> but... But what about your family? What about your relationships? That's what we're going to be talking about today. 
Hey, so at the beginning and the end of this podcast, we always say thanks for listening. And I want you to know we really mean that. And uh, we don't, you know, we don't charge for this podcast. We don't make money. We don't do ads. We don't do things like that. Um, this is a ministry that we want to help invest in your family. And, um, and man, if it means a lot to you or if you enjoy it and you get anything from it, the greatest thing you could do to help us is share it. Uh, on your podcast listener, you know, app, whatever, if it's iTunes or Apple or whatever, uh, Google, there's a little share button there. I mean, you could share that, share that with some friends. Or if you see an ad pop up on Facebook or Instagram uh, that a new episode has come out, hit that share button and get, let's get this out to all your friends. And uh, man, that would be the world to us. And we hope you continue to listen because we enjoy spending the time with you. So today we are starting out our first podcast of the year. I know we're a little behind eight ball, but we're starting out in evaluation mode. So we talked about how we in a new calendar year rolls around. We tend to evaluate and it's a great thing to do. Um, it's, it, it helps keep us on track for the next year. We, we set work goals and goals for professional growth and maybe even personal growth, spiritual growth. But it's rare that we look at the relationships in our life and evaluate where are we. Yeah, we usually only do that when things are really going bad. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't mean just like starting to skid, but when they're really bad, then yeah. we reach out for professional help or we start evaluating those things. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to ask you this question. As, as we start this new year, let's evaluate our our life, our family, our marriage, those relationships, what are you investing your life in? You know, we look at what we're investing our money in. We look at what we're, you know, our caloric investments. Um, but what are you investing your lives in? Is it, is it God loving? Is it loving God and, and, and God honoring? That's what I meant to say. And is it loving people? Mm -hmm. And Ephesians 5, uh, 15 through 17 says this. It says, so then, be careful how you live. Don't be unwise, but wise, making the best use of your time, because the times are evil. Therefore, don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. I love that first phase. So then, be careful how you live. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and making the best use of your time, and... <clears throat> so many times we spend it on the things we want to spend it on or we go do things because we've gotten into the habit of doing them. But mm -hmm. what are we spending our time and our lives on pouring ourselves into? Because when we pour ourselves into something, we're pouring out. Mm -hmm. we're, we're And sometimes we get depleted if we uh -huh. pour out too much. <laughs> and, um, and we've got to make sure we're being careful how we live, that we're yeah. not being unwise with the time we have. It's so, it's so funny because, um, if you, you probably don't know this, but we're big Georgia fans. Mm -hmm. And so, so that one of the headlines, obviously, if you, if you've paid attention to the national championship at all, Georgia, you know, had this former walk-on quarterback that was 5'10", you know, no one projecting him to be anything. And out of all the great quarterbacks Georgia's had over the past 40 years, this kid helped us win a national championship. And one of the neat storylines was he had a flip phone. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't even know they still made them. But he had a flip phone. And he said, they asked him, why, why'd, you, why'd you go to a flip phone? He's not on social, nothing like that. 
And he said about a year ago, I started evaluating my time. Mm. And I realized how much time I wasted on social media and just needless scrolling. And he said, that's time that I needed to, I don't know if he used the word redeem, but get back and be more productive in. And, uh, and so a kid, a kid, college kid. And so he didn't just delete the apps. He got rid of the whole system. He went dramatic. Mm. I don't know any, anybody in my life that's getting a flip phone. No. Um, they're probably just really hard to find, (laughs) but he got rid of the whole system that was corrupting his time and went and got a flip phone. So he didn't even have that option. Wow. Or the temptation. Or the temptation. And yeah, um, I'll delete a few apps and then eventually I... I'll load them back on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but eventually that paid off. Apparently it was one of the things that helped, <clears throat> you know, get him to the point that he could better his game that wow. helped us eventually win a national championship. Man. And, um, and so if I was uh, Nokia, I'd be signing that kid to a... <laughs> to but... Uh, he's, they're going to make flip phones cool yeah. again. But... It, we want to share something that has we've had to evaluate as we talk about this coming into the new year, um, talking about not just doing the minimum, but sometimes doing the crazy, getting rid of the whole system. The heart, and it's hard. And, and, and it is hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Um, so back in, you know, we, we did a podcast not too long ago uh, called uh, COVID Concussions and, and all that, Kidney and Stones, all that, yeah. and all that we went through in the fall. And um, so as we came into Christmas, we just kind of noticed Colby, you know, Colby's in baseball, he's in travel baseball, a great organization um, that we play baseball with. And we'd really gotten really tied in with those families. If you've read our book, you've read our story with that and uh, the ministry that God has used there. And we've said it, mentioned it on the podcast. They're they're like our Um, best friends. They're yeah, yeah, families. um, We love them. And so... um, but as we came into Christmas, we just started noticing that Colby was, he was stressed. Stressed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was really stressed with <laughs> and he's school. 10. Yeah, he's 10. And we were, you know, at the in the fall, we had baseball practice three days a week. And then, you know, we, did, we didn't do a ton of tournaments in the fall, but enough. You know, mm-hmm. we were, our weekends were, some of our weekends were tied up. And he was just really stressed out. And we were seeing it. We were seeing it um, at home, and you know, just noticing he was just not quite himself, and mm-hmm. um, and it was tough. He was kind of struggling a little bit, and I mean, our 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 schedule during the week's really busy. We, you know, I get him from school, go to get Josie from school, and Probably like, like everybody's, yeah, yeah, and we <clears throat> get on your baseball, you know, uniform. Let's get on your clothes. Let's go. Let's it's, go get Josie. It's let's just get, where we live in our society. It, it is, it's, and it's the way. It's what I mean, you do. it is, and so you know, I have dinner ready in the car. At least I was trying to get like healthy dinners in, so we I'd fix dinner. Late afternoon and put it all in a to-go thing. We'd eat on the way, and you weren't. We weren't having dinner time with you anymore because no. you'd meet us from work down in mm-hmm. Ackworth, and um, and so I think maybe he was feeling a little bit of that too. Just uh, he loves his daddy time, but <clears throat> anyway, it was just really stressful, and I, mm-hmm. I was seeing it with him. So so then we get into Christmas, and we get the Christmas break that we didn't ask for, but yep. <laughs> it was uh, you know sometimes I, I've I've come to realize that a lot of times God doesn't give us what we ask for, but he gives us what we need more. Mm. And as, as disappointed as we were with getting COVID and the, Mm. all the plans we had to cancel and the family trips and the things we didn't, didn't get, um, I look at it now and feel like, you know what? It was exactly what we needed, Mm -hmm. exactly what God 
knew we needed that we would never take on our own. We would never mm-hmm. intentionally sit here for two weeks and do nothing. Mm-hmm. What COVID meant for evil, God meant. <laughs> right. That he did use it to to show us some things and to give us some time that we would not have taken otherwise. And um, so we did sit around. And the fact that Colby said that was the best Christmas ever really did get us thinking, what was so great about that? Yeah. And then the next week, uh, baseball workouts started back. Not even a lot. Just <clears> one. <throat> one a Just week. one once a week. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, then, and then they'll start back full kind of at the end of February with tournaments and all. But he wasn't, he got a, he, you know, he got a couple bats in the fall and he, he didn't pick them up. Mm-hmm. And that was one of his, you know, Christmas gifts was a, a brand new bat and he hadn't picked them up. And we asked him, but are you excited about, you know, baseball starting back? Yeah. Eh. And so it sent us into this conversation with him. And, um, and he basically, to make a long story short, he said, I just, I just feel like we're so busy. <laughs> I'm like uh-huh. you're, you're how old? Uh-huh. And we're always in the car, and we're we're eating dinner in the car, and we have practice three times a week and tournaments almost every weekend, and I just I miss family time in church, and I miss church. Whew. Y'all, I'm a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> that should kind of be uh-huh. high on my priority list, and it is. Yeah. Um, and we've always viewed baseball as ministry. I've yeah. always told him, man, that dugout is, is a mission field. You'd be a leader in there. And, and, um, you, you should, and it's, yeah. it's, it's been two things. It's been tr- saying that was, was very true, but it also made me feel better about him missing church. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was true. There was ministry happening. Um, but it was very convicting. It was eye opening. And we just sat and thought, I'm like, I've got a 10 year old asking for more of me mm-hmm. and the only thing that went through my mind was that old cats in the cradle <laughs> song man I'm, I'm telling you i know and I know. and so i had a choice we had a choice do we continue to do what society expects of us and and continue with this you know this rat race this all of this and 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 yes man I, I could have said, well, you know, we got to push through and do what's hard. We don't want to let our team down, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and that was his biggest thing is letting his team down. It Ours was. too, yeah. And, um, and we're right at the beginning of the spring season, so it's not like we're in the middle yeah. of it. <clears throat> or I could capture that and capitalize on it. And because I got this short window with this 10-year-old. Yeah. I'm not guaranteed that in two years when he's in the throes of middle school, that's still going to be his desire. Yeah, he may not want to spend time with no, us anymore. When, when girls start getting curves, I, I expect that desire oh. <laughs> to change, right? And 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 so it, it led us down a very hard choice. Mm-hmm. Um, the author, Jim Collins, who wrote the book Good to Great, used this phrase, and he said, and you've probably heard it before, he said, the good is oftentimes the enemy of great. Mm. And how often do we do, do we allow that to be the enemy of great in our family? Mm-hmm. For us, for, <clears throat> for several years, um, travel baseball was great. Yes. And, and he, and we always said, as long as Colby pulls the cart, we'll push it, but I'm not pulling it. Yeah. And as long as it's healthy for our family and it, and it was until it wasn't. Yeah. And this, uh, this December it wasn't, and it forced us to really kind of dead reckon on our mission it forced us to ask to ask that question is this still great 
or is it just good now? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we've, uh, so we're, we're stepping out and, and it's really the interesting thing was we gave him four choices and we, we had decided here's four options that we're good with. And, uh, a couple, one, you know, the first one was stay with, stay with baseball as is and through, th- through this season, through yeah. the spring. And, uh, uh, the second one was let's stay with this organization and we'll just ask the coach if we can pull back some. And then the third one was, you know, go play rec ball a little less. And the fourth one was, Hey, let's just take a break from baseball. Um, and you and, you know, you and me will, we'll get, we've got a barn I've been wanting to do a lot of work on and finish out. I said, you and me will go finish out that barn and I'll teach you how to use some tools and we'll, you know, we'll cut wood together and we'll do fun man stuff. Oh, he lit up. His eyes got big as saucers, and yeah. and I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, I've got to capture this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, it's so hard. Um, <clears throat> you know, we can be doing all the all these good things, but we've got to make sure that our focus is on things that are going to last. That's going to be. I mean, you know, everybody's got the dream. Maybe my kid will play pro baseball. But is that really? I mean, for for us, is that he's he's a good little baseball player, but. Mm-hmm. But he's, you know, you've got an opportunity to invest in the unseen, in the spiritual. And Second yeah. um, Corinthians four eighteen says, "So we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For mm. what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal." Mm. You know, the relationships in our life. We pray as long, if we're investing Jesus in those relationships. If we're both, if we're all, um, if in those relationships, you're both walking with the Lord. That's forever. Mm-hmm. That relationship, you'll know each other in eternity, and, and you're making spiritual investments in, in somebody when you're pouring into them that way. And in your marriage, when you're growing spiritually, that's investment in mm-hmm. the unseen and and eternity. It's eternal. And so in our personal relationships at the start of a new year, you know, it's a perfect time for us as a, as a couple mm-hmm. um, to go out, make some time, go out on a date, and discuss what are we doing as as a in our marriage? Mm-hmm. Or is there even any margin for us to have date night anymore? Mm-hmm. Is there margin for us to have conversations or to sit down as a family and have dinner together, mm-hmm. where where we're talking and laughing and you know? Or is there is there margin for that for our marriage to grow? Mm. Or have has activities or the things that we've the good have they have they been pushing out the great of our growth in our marriage? Mm-hmm. And then from there, filter down to our children or what is what we're investing in our children eternal? Mm-hmm. Are they growing spiritually? Mm-hmm. Man, are we, I mean, is this thing that maybe was really great in the beginning? <clears throat> is it not great anymore, but we're still doing the same thing because we feel like we have to? Yeah, I think that's the thing. And, and here's here's what I don't want you to hear me say. I don't want you to hear me say, hey, we need to we need to get rid of everything and, and just, you know, spend. we can't do that. We have to. God puts us in areas. Uh, so that we can, as our church is saying right now, live sense. So we can live on mission, as mm-hmm. our book says, so that we can have a marriage that is on mission. What we're saying is evaluate what you're doing. Yes. And find out, is this still the best? Is, is this still, still what mission? God's calling us to do? Because a year ago, six months ago, if Absolutely. we had evaluated baseball, we were definitely on mission. Yep. You know, Um but when that comes up and you feel that little rub, take the opportunity to do the hard thing. Get rid of the smartphone and get the flip phone. Yeah. That was really challenging to me. Mm-hmm. It's it's get rid of that 
don't just don't just delete it. Don't just shove it in a closet. Don't just say, oh, you know, man, do the do the thing that's weird if you have to, mm-hmm. to in, make those investments in your marriage, in your family, in those mm-hmm. relationships. Yep. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to list these questions in our show notes, but here's some things. Here's some questions. When you and your spouse sit down and have this conversation, <clears throat> here's some things to be asking yourself. One, have we built in time and left enough energy to make our marriage better? Mm. Um, do we know each other better than we did at the beginning of 2021? Mm. Do we love each other more and serve each other more sacrificially because of it? Or are we barely hanging on? Mm. Here's a good one. Are we, are we more busy but less connected with each other? Mm-hmm. You know, are, we, are we partners in marriage but no longer intimate friends? Yeah, that's, that's convicting. Yeah. We get so so focused on living life and doing, you know, those good things. But well, and we, we can even work. We can even, we're like dividing and conquering and getting it done. And, you know, we're still feeling like, oh, man, we're working hard as a team. That's great. But is there still that intimate friendship there? Mm-hmm. Do we still have fun together? Mm-hmm. And do we still dream together? Mm-hmm. And then what are our future plans? Do we have dreams for our future that we're working towards together and, um, if we have children, are we spending quality time with them? Mm-hmm. And what do we plan to invest in them this year? Mm-hmm. And yeah, then once you've good. evaluated your family, look outside of that. Look at the other relationships in your life. What are we investing in those mm-hmm. that are making a difference? Have we? Are there relationships that we need to heal? Or are there relationships that are not healthy that need to be cut out of our life? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's good. I think, uh, you, you know, like Bonnie said, we'll put those questions in the show notes. I I think what would be great is you guys go on a date, go out to dinner, go out somewhere. Um, in honor of me, have ice cream because I'm, I'm no longer eating it apparently. Um, and um, until and, until an until tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and but ask these questions, dig into them a little bit, and uh, and and sometimes us guys we just want to kind of ignore it. Like, man, guys, take the lead and and do this. Um, God's, God's calling you to greater. You know, if we stop looking at our relationships, they're going to drift. They don't stay dead reckoned. They drift like everything else. So plan a date night and look at it, talk about it. And, um, so, and, uh, we have a, we have a great tool to help you with this, just to help you stay on mission. And, uh, that's our, that's our book, the marriage adventure, um, discovering mission for your marriage. I mean, take that, uh, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Barnes Noble, Walmart. Uh, you, get you can get it off our website, yeah. themarriageadventure.com, dot com, and um, and and dive in to that and uh, and and walk that process. Yep. So happy New Year! It's time to uh, get busy taking inventory. That's right.